Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to another episode of What's Up, Belly Up, a podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports. Here are your hosts for today's show, Mike Brown and Zach Mack. Oh, welcome in. We're in. We're live. Two, two, uh, two episodes in. Can we consider this already an episode two? Zach, yes. Mac, myself. What's up? Belly up. How are we doing today, Zach? Dude, we're doing good. We, um, I had a little bit of a. I put on Twitter. Had a little bit of a uh, food poisoning scare at lunch today. Um, I don't know if it's technically like. I ate basically ham out of my fridge that was 15 days old. I don't know if that's considered food poisoning or, or me just being an idiot. I don't know. Days old. So, so I, like immediately I, after I ate it, it felt terrible. Well, that that's no good. I feel like like we're we always sit here and you're like we always like chop it up before we get on here, and then like all of a sudden you're like, all right, you ready to go? And then boom, we're live, and I'm like, oh, okay, shit. So here we go. So. Uh, rocking the Kansas City hat tonight. How, how are you feeling? You, you keeping any tabs? I haven't even. Uh, I literally just been scrolling through Facebook real quick. Yeah. So saw, wait before before the... we get into it, let's let's let everyone know why we were off a week. How was uh, how was Florida? I actually, I at this point, I probably have COVID. But yes, uh, no, I was in Florida. It was good. I do need a vacation from the vacation because we took our kids. Um, so at this point, I'm like drained and literally. The Sunday we came back, I got a cold. So Sounds if like I it. sound like crap, that that's yeah. why. But it, it was nice, you know, go out there, a uh, uh, little family vacation, spend some time <clears throat> with the kids, the family. So so it was nice overall. Now we're back to the crap. You didn't hustle any college kids in, in pool? It, it, no, where we were at, it wasn't like really uh, oh. uh, too, uh, was the weather too touristy per se. So we were in Fort Myers and we went to Naples. Was the weather good? Yeah, it was. And it was nice because we've never, we usually go like early in the year. So it usually stays warmer. 
But obviously Florida, I mean, we were getting like 70s, 80s during the day, but it would cool off to like the 50s at night, which I loved. So it was perfect. So so it was definitely, definitely well worth it. Nice little trip. First time the kids flew, um, they were good until, nice. you know, halfway through the trip, they were kind of beating on each other a little bit here and there. But on that, uh, couldn't ask for uh, a better trip. So, so yeah, we're, we're back now. Uh, that's why we, we missed last week. I said, Zach, you can run with it. And he's like, it's, you know, I just, I just can't do it without yeah, you. I so do it. I couldn't do it. I would have been sitting here like probably sleeping straight. I'll stream a one hour nap. But anyway, so, so what did you do last week? I mean, anything special? Dude. Um, no, really. Um, scrambling to get Christmas shopping done, to be honest. Um, and ran out of gift wrap a couple days ago. So that was, that was a little panic sitch. There you go. Just had to, had to go get some more, dude. It's like the first year that I've actually like shopped and wrapped presents. Like, I mean, you got kids, you've probably been doing it for a minute now. I mean, I would like to say that I would do it, but literally I haven't wrapped the thing. My wife is all. I was just going to ask you to rate your wrapping skills. No. You got none. I think I wrapped like one thing. She looked at me. It's it's kind of like the laundry. Like I folded one thing of laundry and she's like, looked at me and she's like, you're never going to fold laundry again. And it's like, <laughs> I wrapped one present. She's like, you're never going to wrap a present again. Dude, that's And it wasn't like intentional. I just, I'm just, yeah, I guess I'm just a dude. So whatever best strategy to get out of any chores just be but terrible anyway so obviously um you know we talked talked about this uh two weeks ago when we, we first came back you know the, the previous year was kind of a a loss in in sports so we kind of hit all the topics we we possibly could that weren't sports related essentially so now we're we're in the thick of it the nfl we got the ncaa we got bryce young winning heisman nhl nba you know everything's going on right now we're in that we're in that kind of that area where you know every sport's pretty well hitting so nfl uh we 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 talked about some potential super bowl picks i know you got a casey hat on casey's playing right now um obviously when this episode releases it'll be over but um you know how you feeling you still you still riding with your super bowl contenders i know i'll come right out and and i'm gonna tell you right now you gave me crap for saying uh green bay could be a, a a lock and and they just keep ripping them off and and you know what no more than they stay safe and out of the news and nobody's talking about them. You know, Aaron Rodgers has got to run his trap. And I think that's why people hate it. And that's why it's going to, it's going to drive me nuts. But are, how are you feeling about your picks? Dude. So I, yeah, I picked Cardinals. They got, uh, I thought they were a lock against the Rams and that just didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I was a little nervous, but still like, Par for the course as far as the other guy. I mean, the Chiefs, they're up 10 nothing as we speak after the first quarter. Um, I still think the Cowboys got a shot. Um, I still think the Bucks got a shot. You can I'm never starting, count them up. And I'm having, I'm having the same paranoia that you're having about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I'm having about New England and Bill Belichick. Like, it's starting to really? seem like they might, like, do something this year in the playoffs. And I, 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 that would annoy the shit out of me. It honestly would. I mean, it's just like the teams we talk about outside of Arizona, you know, I'm not even saying that's a feel good story because as of recent, they've been successful. You know, obviously, Cliff King's carry took over that team. And I saw actually a stat the other day. I think his record is still 
sub 500 or maybe a few games above 500 since he's been there. Really? You know, you, you think at least this year and obviously the past year they had some success, but that's a different team that you're not used to seeing in. But then all these other teams you're talking about, I mean, maybe Dallas, but you're still talking about the same damn teams. And then we look at New England, and is there that glimmer that they can actually do this again? I mean, literally, is outside of Mac Jones being a higher draft pick than Tom Brady, he's a tall, unathletic white guy that fits the mold in, like, are we talking about, like, and nowhere near am I comparing those two, but, like, are you kidding me? And, and I was on some other shows, and I even said this, you know, uh, people ask me who my potential MVP, uh, I mean, my uh, uh, rookie of the year would be. And I said, Mac Jones, this was before they, were, they played a snap. I said, there's a great opportunity that he's essentially just going to slide into this. And, I mean, look, this is this is what's happening. This is Belichick-esque. Yeah, it literally is, like, almost copy and paste from as far from Tom Brady – you know, leading that offense, the Bill Belichick offense, to Mac Jones leading that offense as far as just, like, the way the offense looks. Um, like you said, I mean, it's, it's you know, by no means are we comparing the, the two quarterbacks right now. Yeah. But it all comes down to, like, like is Mac Jones just a stellar learner in, in, in the locker room and in the film room? Like, if he is, like, I mean, maybe Belichick's just got a system that just pumps out, like, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like, that, it, it, like that could be the thing, like. Maybe like Tom Brady was the first, but like what, like what, dude, what if, what if Mac Jones just like slaughters all of Tom Brady's records? Like, like out of nowhere. That's like, what, I mean, like I said, outside of him being a higher draft pick, like the mold is, is there. I mean, granted, yeah. this is his rookie season. Tom Brady didn't play, you know, that comparison's not there. Tom, Tom waited a while, but I mean, for this kid to come in, we knew he was great at Alabama, you know. Uh, whether whether you're an Alabama fan or whether you're Kevin Langley, um, you know there wasn't everybody that was going to say that he was going to make strides in the NFL. Um, this isn't your Ohio State quarterbacks that Ohio State's got good college quarterbacks and they go to the NFL and they never translate. Alabama, there was just something about Mac Jones, and it was like a chip on the shoulder that he knew he was worth the pick, and he just not even kept falling, you know. But <clears throat> excuse me, I, I just. Not to get too far away. I mean, I know we're going on a tangent here about New England. And we're talking about Super Bowl, but but yeah, it's it, it's crazy to see these teams creep up. I'm still a very strong proponent. I would love to see Stafford uh, have an opportunity, um, but that team I just saw today they got 25 players, uh, whether reserve or COVID or something like that. And then <clears throat> on another spectrum, obviously you saw the Browns. Browns are down to their third string quarterback. Uh, their backup just got diagnosed with COVID today. Um, so yeah, I mean, which kind of brings us to, you know, the AFC North and AFC West, I mean, both still kind of up for grabs. Like how are, how are you feeling? I know we're kind of skipping right from Super Bowl to, to the, these two divisions here, but I mean, I feel like, you know, are the, is, is there a consensus in any of these divisions? Dude, yeah. It's crazy. Like the AFC as a whole, at least at the top yeah. is up for grabs. So, and, and that kind of just like, just what we were talking about, about the Patriots, if they if they win out and they get the one seed in the AFC, like oh it's it's it's, it's actually kind of gross the path that Mac Jones could be on. But anyways, <laughs> back to back to your back to your question. The um so the north where you've got eight and five in the lead and I think six, six and one at the bottom, 
So there's you got what is that technically like two and a half game difference, and then yeah, the uh, the AFC West. I mean, Chiefs and Chargers are playing tonight. So if the Chargers win that, then that's up for grabs. It's, dude, I was, and I'll put this on Twitter the other day. I'm drooling over the NFL standings right now because it's literally, aside from like the four or five teams that are already eliminated from contention and then like the handful of others that, you know, have an outside shot, it's it's pretty much anyone's ball game this year. Yeah. Especially with all these guys going on COVID protocol, like we, we have no idea what's going to happen. Dude, this week has been, like all of a sudden the NFL waited for fantasy football playoffs to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That that's that's what's pissing me off the most, to be honest. Yeah, it, can't it's, hold a fucking it's crazy. Roster. I mean, I mean, you know, in, in past years, I, I felt like obviously we've always talked about you know New England. We we continue to talk about that. Obviously, last year it transitioned to Tampa Bay in the NFC, but I feel like the AFC has always kind of been a powerhouse. But it's it's hard to believe there's two divisions that at this point nobody knows really what's going to happen, and. We we talked about Mac Jones. We talked about that, but like, dude, is is this literally? We keep talking about it. Is this literally playing out into to be the like the easiest walk in the park for a rookie quarterback, a guru of a head coach? You know that. I mean, at, at this point, at this point, is New England going to sneak up on you and surprise you, or or do you have to look at New England and be like, you know, this is for real, dude? It's it's all based in paranoia. A hundred like. I mean, look at the the Packers are tied for the top seed in the NFC. Patriots tied for the top seed in the AFC. It, it is literally going to be our worst nightmare if these two teams just went out down the stretch. Like, I and even when you think you can get new teams sprinkled in there to add a little diversity into it, nope. It just life hits you, smacks you in the face. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talks his crap. Continues to annoy the media, walks into the playoffs, which we all knew, God forbid, that division was – It's, I mean, Minnesota pissed that division away. You know, and I don't know why we're even considering – why Why does Chicago have two uh, primetime games back-to-back, essentially? Yeah, at this dude, point. thank you I mean, for bringing maybe, that up. What they were – I mean, they maybe were... they're talking about – yeah, I mean, maybe you wanted to showcase fields and stuff like that, but I mean – I know the division, but you can flex games. I know this week starts the Saturday night games and stuff like that. But, but I mean, uh, I mean, we can transition that whatever you want. But, but either way, I mean, that division has always been garbage. I feel like Green Bay; it's a walk in the park for them, and then they get to the playoffs, the number one seed, so they just kind of sit on. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's it's kind of been that way since really Brett Favre was the quarterback. Like, like it's that dynasty has just been going on for so long. and the thing is, like, the, the standings are so tight, and they're going to stay so tight, probably, that, like, we're just – we're making up worst-case scenarios, and I, it's because we're paranoid, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. I hate I hate being paranoid. But, yeah, dude, the, the Bears, back-to-back prime. I don't get that, dude. And it annoys me because I'm a Lions fan. And mm-hmm. and also, you brought up the Vikings. I'm, so I'm just bouncing all over in this division. The Vikings – pissed that division away like you said and threw away so many games like i think it sucks being a lions fan but it's got to be harder to be a vikings fan like you had game like you should have been winning games well that that's funny you bring that up and 
if anybody watches the show, we always have our Detroit roots. We're, we're very open to that. We're okay with that, but we're also not the Detroit slappies that most people are. But going back to that, okay, so Kirk Cousins was given a $98 million contract, whatever. People gasped at that. They said, oh, my God, you know. But and I, and, and we're talking about Minnesota pissing it away. So that kind of goes back on him. But actuality of the things – that $98 million contract, or, or again, whatever it was, is probably huge savings for a little, you know, I guess, I mean, that's essentially the second best quarterback in that division. We're talking about the Lions, who obviously we traded away Stafford for golf. We wanted golf to be the next, you know, kind of plug-in. You know, I would give, I mean, granted, the Lions are nowhere near where we need to be uh, with a team around like like Minnesota, but I, I would, at this point, probably – Two years ago, I was saying Kirk Cousins, that, that was the dumbest thing in the world. But now at this point, I'm thinking to myself, like, that's a quarterback that I take on my team. Yeah, dude. I'm, I mean, I'm in the camp that I don't think Kirk Cousins is a problem in Minnesota. Um, I saw a thing, I, and someone's probably going to fact check me on this, but it was, I think it was a couple weeks ago that was like, if, if Minnesota hadn't allowed any points in the last two minutes of a half. No, I did half, see that. They, I think they'd they be have, undefeated or something, shit like that. Three or four losses by one point this year, or something like that, and and yeah, with it was all within. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Exponential amount of yeah, time. It's right? like their two minute defense or their four minute defense or whatever. They can't. Which you would think we were talking about Detroit right now, but but either way, yeah, Bears back to back, prime time. Yeah, that division has always been garbage. Green Bay, uh, you know, they reap the rewards on that. You know, they walk through it. Um, which kind of gets into other things. You know, we've all watched the primetime games, which I mean, any anytime you turn on a game Sunday, even Thursday night. Um, you continue to hear about the refs this year and the the, the casualties, the, the the instances where they just blatantly blow things. And then you have the NFLPA eventually – I mean, the NFL, um, you know, come back and say, yeah, we missed this call. We should have done this. But at this point, that's fine. That's like me saying at work, you know what, that was a huge screw-up. Uh, we should have fixed it. But I'm just telling you it was a huge screw-up and it, nothing's going to happen about it. You know, the refs have been awful this year. Is there something that maybe sticks in your mind or, or recently that you just looked at and you're just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. I, I can't remember why. I was watching – I can't remember what game it was, but I put this on the, the itinerary because I wanted to talk about how just – I don't know if I want to say piss poor, but it's just <laughs> – dude, it's like at times it looks like they're rigging games. Like, And this is me like – I'm not watching. I'm not talking about the Lions game. The, the Broncos Lions game, I didn't even watch. So, 
this was, I think, I want to say it was the Browns-Ravens game that I was watching. It may have been even the Rams-Cardinals game. But they were, I cannot for the life of me remember the specifics. But, dude, it was just terrible. And I was like, it's been like this. Like, I don't know how these guys are held accountable. Like, I get they're graded and, like, the best ones get to go to the Super Bowl. But, like, I want to know. I probably could look it up. I'm just lazy. But I want to know the incentive. Like, what is it even – like, some guys probably are like, I don't want to work in the postseason. Like, I want to hang out with my family or some shit. You know, the money I make during the regular season is enough. And they're rigging games. And Yeah, dude, it's, 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 so it's definitely – I mean, you hear it every year, and then we have that year of like the, the what were the like the replacement refs for a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, it's definitely something that I wouldn't want to do, even at like a lower level. You know, you see parents like get on refs and stuff like that, and and granted, in the NFL, I mean, I'm sure these dudes are getting paid, you know, six figures, so they're making money. Uh, they're not going to essentially have the fans coming down on them right in the stadium, but I mean you're talking the publicity, you know, some of these guys, not this year, but I mean, even in past, I know that they've had death threats, you know, like, you know, you go back years and years and years, like the NBA when, when, uh, what was that Donahue or whatever his name yeah. was, was like, you know, I mean, that's a little different, but, but I mean, this is, this is very real. And then, you know, for years and years, I mean, and Donahue years, was just the one that got caught, caught, you know, like, I mean, yeah. for every one that gets and, caught, there's five that don't get caught. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and then the NFL has said, Oh, you know, we're staying far, far away from the the gambling scene. And then what do they say for next year? Where's the Super Bowl going to be? Or no, 2024, where's the Super Bowl going to be in Las Vegas, baby? You know, I think they realize this is the way the league's forming. And, and honestly, not to be stupid or go on a tangent, like gambling and marijuana are going to be like the two things that essentially propel probably the economy for like the next 10 years with the path that we're going on right now. And those things kind of go hand in hand. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> when you're talking out on the West coast and you're looking at a super bowl in 2024 in Las Vegas. So it, it's kind of funny how you see, I mean, you always see the, the NFL kind of evolve even after they say, Oh, we're not going to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, that's what it is. It's just like college football. You know, yeah. we, we talked about who our picks were going to be in, you know, could these teams slide in? And it's all about the money makers, and, and not to you know, we'll talk about that again. But we'll talk about college football. But it, it's just crazy. But uh, talking about NFL refs that suck, in uh, transitioning to another sucky person is is, and, and I tell you, I loved Urban Meyer at Ohio State. Loved what he did. I know there was those issues with Zach so and stuff like that. that out of the but, way because I was going to ask you if you're an Urban Meyer fan. What's that? I'm so glad you got that out of the way. I was going to ask you if you were an Urban Meyer fan. But I'm going to tell you right now, could, could you – I tweeted this last night. Like, Urban Meyer literally watched every college football coach that went to the NFL and, like, failed miserably. And he said, here, hold my beer. And just <laughs> went to the NFL in 13 games, completely diminished anything he ever did. And now, obviously, this is speculation. This is very early. I, I could never see this happening. But with, with the Ryan Day links to, to Chicago, now obviously people are saying, you know, Urban Meyer could go back to Ohio State. You know, I, that's all hearsay. I never see that happen. But, like, I think this right here, everything that's coming out, this ruins everything about the guy from the college level to the 13 games he had in the pro. 
and I don't think he'll ever get a gig outside of maybe TV. I forgot he did that little stint in TV. That was like yeah, with Fox and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, dude. The craziest thing to me is that like this report where he he kicks the kicker. And like, I don't know how accurate this guy's description is. Like he said, he was doing like a lunge stretch or something. The guy and Urban Meyer came up and like kicked him and was like, Hey, make your goddamn kicks or some shit like that. I don't know. He's like, I'm the head ball coach. I can do what the fuck yeah, I want. Like, I kick whatever, like, dude. I feel like this is like so movie-esque. I feel like there's gotta be some kind of, there, there's gotta be some kind of Netflix documentary that's going to come out and just like depict this dude's life and how crazy it absolutely is. Dude, because I watched, I fell asleep at a hotel in St. Louis one time with a, uh, a uh, I was watching some Memphis football game. I think this was like, this was after Thanksgiving, a couple of days after Thanksgiving this year, so not too long ago. Um, fell asleep to the the Memphis football game, which it gets over, and there's this documentary about college football coaches, like the old days, like Newt Rockney and and like, and then they bring on modern day coaches. Who are talking about like the way they coached back in the day, and so of course Urban Meyer is one of them on there, and he's like, he's like, uh, you know, because they were talking about how rough they were with the players, like they were like, well, yeah, those the coaches would like punch the players, yeah, and stuff. yeah, 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 like how Woody Hayes got so he's uh, probably fired like trying for, like, to punch the guy in the face, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but Urban Urban Meyer's co- uh, comment was. Uh, yeah, you know, so, you know, you just want to bring out the best in people, and and obviously that's what those guys are trying to do. But you can't coach that way anymore these days. Okay, so that's what he said. And then this report comes out that he's like, still to this day kicking players, and like, bro, you you, you on the documentary you just said you couldn't do that, and like now you're out here doing like. Also, it's ironic that he I mean, kicked just... the kicker, dude. I want to know how far he could punt the punter. <laughs> The stuff that just keeps getting – and then I heard, like, something today that said, like, he literally made a comment to his coaching staff, which he handpicked, and he said that I had a better coaching staff at Bowling Green. Like, you guys are all miserable. Like, yeah, he called like, them losers, didn't he? I, like, I, like, dude, I, I was a huge Urban supporter. Loved him at Ohio State. Loved what he did. Great for the program. I loved how Ryan Day took over. You know, Urban kind of sailed off in the sunset. Fox – Went to the NFL. I was like, ah, you know, he may not succeed. He's going to look bad. Maybe tarnish his legacy a little bit. Dude, I didn't think he was going to destroy his goddamn legacy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like I don't know if there's another coach that could do this. Like, I mean, I, I'm just – I'm ashamed. It, it's like I'm ashamed to be a Lions fan. I'm ashamed that I was an Urban fan at this point. Dude, it, I, it's it's bad. Like, I feel like he overestimated I mean, from the, outside, the culture. Like he was like, outside he's like this is in, all gonna stay in house. Outside looking in as a Michigan State fan, you hated Ohio State. You probably hated Urban Meyer. Is this like the, the cherry on top? Yeah. I, well, I didn't like I didn't like Urban Meyer when he's at Florida either. I hated Florida. So when he went to Ohio State, it was like so it's just he just made it easier and easier to so hate the you guy. You did not like him? Yeah. And but I mean I, I, I like the Jaguars though. Like I've always like for really no no reason. Like, if I'm being honest with myself, like, their colors are cool, and I feel bad for them because I'm a Lions fan, so I can relate. And and they've had that, so many losing seasons, and they had that one random, like, yes. whatever it was, 10 and 6. I don't know. That's the best thing about our show because I was thinking about this earlier. Like, you know, the national media is very – they don't take sides. You know, you got Stephen A. Smith and, and, and all the other talking heads that – 
like Cowboys and they want to talk about their one team. I get it. Like we're very opinionated for our team. Again, we continue to talk about it, but we just can pretty much say, Oh yeah, we like this team. We don't like this team. You know, we follow this team. That that's what I think is different about you and I, as opposed to, and granted, we're not on the national stage, uh, but that's what I think I enjoy about talking to you is because, yeah. you know, we do have our favorite teams, but there's also a few other teams. How do you feel about um, the Jaguars? Yeah, you know, I mean, all of, you know, I didn't know you were uh, that was your number one team. So no, no. <laughs> but uh, but in, in general, it, it's just NFL aside. This year has been crazy. It, it seems like it's going to end in, a, in another crazier fashion based off of what happens with the AFC, the NFC in general. The game going on tonight. Let's uh, get transition update before we before we transition to the NFL. What's that? Let's get another score update. It's a ten seven Chiefs with six minutes to go in the second quarter. Okay, okay. I need the points because I got a little fantasy going on here. So, oh. but uh, anyway, so getting into the the next the next uh, group of the NFL players, we're talking about uh, NCAA. Bryce Young won the Heisman. Um, obviously, we got some conference championships coming up. We got some bowl picks uh, starting tomorrow night, the seventeenth through the twenty third. Bryce Young winning the Heisman was that a surprise to you? Did you figure that was going to happen, especially after the after the championship? Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, it was after that Georgia game. It was, it was. I thought just pretty much sealed. I, I saw it like obviously. I think that's what hurt Stroud, and that's what gave Bryce Young. The yeah, win. and and Aiden Hutchinson finished second, I think. Yeah, and, and, and he had a great game against Ohio State. Great game, you know. So yeah, like I mean, no disrespect to to him. I he had a good season, but really only like popped off at the very end. It's like the Heisman is almost just becoming like like because you have. What you always have rivalry week and then you have championship week. So it's yeah, like most back teams back. have back to back big games. At, yeah. at least in, in the bad thing, so national spotlight. So that definitely helps. But Aiden Hutchinson, the bad thing with him is, and I don't mean a bad thing on his part because it had nothing to do with him, is the dude didn't even win defensive player of the year. They yeah. gave it to Georgia, in which Aiden Hutchinson was way better, had better stats and everything. Obviously, maybe. You know, outside of the loss to Alabama, Georgia was in the spotlight. Who got a lot it? Longer. That number ninety nine guy for Georgia. Yeah, from Georgia. I, he's, that's, he's a D line though, in, in, inside D line. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. That's that's how much it to- shows. But uh, but like like you said, you got you know you had all these games. Uh, you know, Bryce Young wins the Heisman, rightfully so. I mean, he he had. A, I mean that that game solidified it, cemented it. And that's why I said as soon as that game was over, I said all oh, he won. I said that was a great showing. That's exactly what he needed. You know, against a team like that. Yo, was that show uh, in the morning? The Heisman, like no, no, I, no, it was it was morning. Okay, okay. I must have just missed. It. I had no idea when it was on, dude. Like I, I literally, my my uh my girlfriend's dad picked me picked us up for lunch, and he was like, "Did you guys see that Heisman?" And I was like, "What?" And he was like, <laughs> "It was like the yeah, next he day. just won it." And I was like, "I didn't even know what was going on." Like, <laughs> I thought but, they did that shit like closer that to the, the semifinals. We're getting into. We're getting into uh, our, I mean, recap. Obviously, the conference championship. So that's what we said. Bryce Young kind of solidified it there. You know, did that surprise Michigan, you how bad Alabama beat Georgia? I don't know necessarily that it surprised me because that's so Bama esque. Yeah, that's true. Like, and and we talked about you know the best matchup, which we, you and I talked about two weeks ago. It was Georgia, Michigan. We said we. I didn't think. I thought it would have been a better game. I thought Georgia – Georgia's quarterback played like crap. 
But I, I thought that it had been a better game. Georgia would have squeaked out, but it's very Bama-esque to do that. And I thought Michigan was the only team that could go into Georgia or play Georgia and essentially dominate the clock with that running game and really stick it to them, which we'll be able to see, obviously, coming up. So that that's what's exciting. But but what is really exciting for me, and I know I'm kind of skipping away from the conference championship, championship is, um, you know, I, or I mean, obviously, I'm sorry, let me retract here. Michigan is not with Georgia, so Michigan and Cincinnati. Let me uh, re- rephrase myself because I'm getting too uh, too far ahead wait, of myself. Wait, wait, wait. Michigan plays Georgia. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Gee, I, you were right, bro. Yeah, yeah they're two, I think they're I two right, and three. Yeah. Michigan's so, two and so, Georgia's so here, three. No, so, okay, this is what I'm thinking. God, man, I'm all over the place. It's cold. I should have been take Sudafed before I uh, got on here, but whatever. I'm roboing. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, no, I'm sorry. Thank you. Let me don't ever watch this show. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so Michigan and Georgia, we talked about that. That's the matchup we want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think Michigan has a great opportunity to beat Georgia. And then how crazy would it be? Which do you think? Let me ask you, do you think Cincinnati has a shot in hell against Alabama? No, no. So, I'm okay. Not... Neither okay. do no, I. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. Neither do I, but. This is what I'm thinking. You know, how great would it be to see Michigan, Cincinnati, a national championship? Michigan beats Ohio State, and of course, the other Ohio boys, the, the little guys, knock off Michigan for a national championship. Bro, that would be insane. If even for you, like, the, yeah. either way, even if it's just Michigan, Cincinnati, like oh yeah, I mean that would yes. And you know how if I that mean, happens, you know how many tweets, the hater tweets, there's going to be about ratings and. And you know what this is for college football, like, dude. If I'm gonna be honest with you, and I put this on Twitter, I think the four best teams after everything that unfolded uh, last couple weeks this season and and uh, conference championships, the four best teams I thought were Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State. So I think if you're being like, I don't know, if I'm on the committee, that's the four I'm putting in. So. I don't know. I don't think Cincinnati has a shot. I, I mean, I think they deserve their chance to be there. And, and yes. that's why like I'm torn on it because, I mean, I, you know, I just don't think that they're going to. I, I don't know if there's – is there an incentive to run up the clock on them and and make a statement? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put myself in Saban's shoes here. If you're – if you go up quick, right? You go up fourteen nothing. Let's say you, you you go down, you score a touchdown, and then you get a pick six right away, and you're up fourteen nothing. Do you? Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. 
Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Like just pound your foot on the pedal and go and just beat them 52 to three until the committee never put a team like this in here again. That saving, like ever just kind of like you're talking to the epitome of John Cooper used to do this for the Buckeyes. He would, we would literally do that. We'd get up 14, 21, nothing. And then we coast. And all of a sudden at the end of the game, you're looking at 35, 28. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that, or, or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, that he does that saving and, and by, by no means is he an arrogant coach. I, I think he's a great coach and he, he's great for football, even with, with how successful he is. You know, we talk about the Patriots and how annoying it is. It's the same thing with Alabama, but he's, he's one of those guys that, and then that's what I love. Like football is about, yeah, there's sportsmanship and I get it, but if you're the better team, let your boys eat. Even if yeah. you're going to put the second team out there and they're still running, dude, let, let them do their thing. Don't take the foot off the pedal because that's why you recruit. That's why you put the time in. That's why you have these recruiting classes. You know, I'm sure Deion Sanders, uh, if he has the opportunity, he ain't ever going to take his foot off the pedal. You know, we're talking about national yeah. signing day, you know, flipping some guys. But that was crazy. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't see it. I think if they get up early, I mean, Cincinnati has to come out and they have to score in the first drive, set the tone. If not, I. I don't know. I mean, yes, I think it's cool. I think the committee finally gives that. I wouldn't even say Cincinnati is a smaller team, but you know, one of those those teams that you're not used to seeing essentially in there, uh, the the opportunity. But this is exactly what happens when one of those teams squeak in. You know, can they play with the big boys? We'll see what happens. If they don't, you know, then how's I mean, uh, biggest thing if Cincinnati doesn't come out of the gate swinging and they lay an egg. It's going to hurt every other team that is Cincinnati size, or or whether they, you know, a team like Cincinnati goes twelve and zero again, and you got a, a two loss Ohio State, or you know, as long as there's conference championship stuff like that, yeah. it's just going to hurt those teams to say, yeah, they're undefeated, but they they don't belong in, in this game with the big boys. Yeah, it's interesting that we because I agree with you, but it's interesting that we think that because the very first college football playoff, which I don't remember how long ago that was at this point. I want to say like 2014, but it might've been, it might've been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, okay. So maybe it was like a year or two in where Michigan state went when they won the, uh, the big 10 and then they lost to Alabama State or something like that. 48, nothing or or 48. I think they scored 48, 49, some shit like that. Anyways, it was a blowout. And yeah. So we say that about Cincinnati, but then also like Michigan state got blown out when they went the first time and they were like, they were either twelve and zero or, or or eleven and one or something like they were, yeah. so, and and they still to this day respect the Big Ten champion. So and they'll always put the Big Ten champion in there, I think. So it's it's like yeah, it's kind of a double standard to be honest. Well, I mean, I definitely understand, but that that's the knock on Notre Dame too. You know, you don't Notre Dame hurts themselves. They've got the lucrative uh, TV deal by themselves. They don't want to join a conference. So they don't have a conference championship, and that's what screws them every year. I don't yeah. care if you're a Notre Dame fan and your team's undefeated. Like, I, I get it. That's what the I, yeah. NCAA is about. It's I don't about mind money. That. I don't mind that. Join yeah. a con- If you want respect, it, join a conference. Play a hard team. That's what I'm saying. It, it's about money. So you can be the best team. You can be undefeated. But if you're not in a camp- conference championship, they really don't care about you. And that's it shows. And that's, that's, that's making it easy on the committee for them to count you out. Yeah. I feel like every year 
going into the, the, the final picks, we're like, oh, my God, one, two, and three, or two, three, and four can lose. What's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, like the world aligns and two, three, and four win, and it, it's just a walk yeah. in the park for the committee. And that's and but, the thing about Notre Dame is that the, the committee kind of – they wanted to like them. And that kind of goes – that goes back to the Cincinnati, right? Because – so Notre Dame got a couple shots at the at the college playoff, and they shit the bed. Have they been there yeah. a couple times, or is it just once? Just been, once. Just once? Okay. So they got their shot, it. and they got embarrassed. Or, I don't know who it was, yeah. Yeah. And so the committee was like, yeah, okay, no. You know, like, you got to go undefeated with a couple key wins, or we're not going to consider you. And – Cincinnati's in the same boat, almost the same exact boat. You got it. Like, the, here's your shot. Here's your one shot. Like, UCF crawled so that you guys could walk. Now, here yeah. you go. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, and here's your shot. If you don't, if you lose 41 to 7, you're never coming back ever. Unless, until it's an 8 18 playoff, which will probably happen eventually. But, anyways, enough with college football, enough with the NFL. NHL, NBA. Obviously, we'll we'll get into the NBA. Curry sets three point record. We were in Florida. I think the game where he was like sixteen away, and they were like, "Is he going to do it?" Like, there ain't no way in hell he's going to hit sixteen. I know. Took him like three more uh, games. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, and then we get back to Ohio, and I'm like, "This dude's still trucking away at it." And you know, he of course he he hits it in New York. Um, is he? I'm not a huge NBA guy. I know you're not a huge NBA guy, but would you consider, based off your upbringing, the little bit that you, you watch, would you consider him the the best pure shooter in the NBA that you, that you've ever seen or that you that you know about? Yeah. Um. Yes. I and I think to be honest, um, I don't think everybody has to agree that he's the best pure shooter because there's been some some good pure shooters out there. Like yeah, because because Steph can also drive the lane and he can create plays and and there were guys like Kyle Korver who was just a great pure shooter. And, and and JJ Redick and and so you can always argue if he is the best pure shooter. Um, I would say he is, but I could accept people who say he's not. Um, what what I what I think is ignorant is if you don't think that if somebody believes that Steph didn't have an impact on the game because he absolutely oh. changed the NBA. Changed. And if anybody wants to deny that or argue that, I just think you're ignorant. Like it's what he's done is insane. Like. The the plays like he has a highlight reel. He has done off balance fadeaway three pointers from a ridiculous range, and he's done it like thirty times. And and other guys can put a a, a highlight reel together of like two or three. Like tr- I mean, and people I like Trey Young that- and James Harden will hit far shots, but they won't hit him contested on the run. Heat check with still nineteen seconds left on the shot clock. I'd say, and I think. I think Curry shoots like he has a better percentage from half court than like actual three point is like normal three point percentage. Like it's just like it's almost automatic from three court. Pardon me from from half court. It's just it's crazy. But absolutely, he definitely changed the game. I mean, obviously, it's it's been years ago that they you know put in the three three point line. You know, you had Ray Allen. Obviously, I mean, all these these great shooters, Reggie, uh, Reggie. Uh, why the hell can't I think of his Miller. last name right now? Dude. Reggie Miller, yeah, geez, God. He only goes yeah, by I'm, Reggie, so I mean. I'd say Reggie, but I'm a Pistons fan, so I don't like to say his last name. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, um, yeah, it's just it's just hard to believe. He definitely changed the game. Um, but it just kind of, I mean, it, it it opens up the door 
to other things. You know, you, you go back to the '80s basketball. You had the the bad boys of Pistons. Yes, we'll always throw in our Detroit remarks. You know, you know, you had Rodman with Pistons, and then you had the Bulls. You know, and everyone compares. You know, obviously the comparisons are going to be Jordan, LeBron. You know how how it works, but everyone says you know they can't play. Uh, you know they don't play the way they did in the eighties. You know, th- these guys can't drive the lane, but, but Steph, that Steph would, I would think in the eighties, Steph would actually be further at more advanced because he's just stroking it from outside where he's not driving the lane where these dudes are just going to blast you. You know, I think yeah. that's what you said, like changing the game. The, like there's, you know, yeah, they're always going to link Jordan and LeBron, but like, I mean, you really want to talk about like, Jordan and somebody you want to maybe talk about Jordan and Steph because his game is totally different where you know LeBron's obviously gonna be able to hit some threes but nowhere near like this kid and it, it's just unbelievable what he does and you know he's gonna he's still gonna be around I mean I saw a stat the other day like he can he can really just pretty much blow any mark out of the out of the, uh, out of the water if he played until he was like 38 year eight eight years old on uh, kind of like the mark he was on right now. And it was just going to blow it out of the water. So, so it's crazy. Um, just to see, you know, I tune in, like I said, NBA, not a, not a huge, uh, watcher since the, uh, the 2004 Pistons, but, uh, it, it's nice to, to see something like that because it's a guy you want to root for. Uh, he is like LeBron. He's never, uh, in the news for anything negative, you know, I mean, he's got a few dick pics out there, but whatever, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, no but, big that's, deal, I, but, uh, I mean, that's so like, that's so impressive. And that's just why I just, I just like, yes. Cause LeBron What's James, LeBron James is, he's the King. Okay. To me, he's, he's the goat. And, <laughs> and he's, he, he changed to me athleticism or, or how you, how you can sustainability, I guess, how you can stay yeah. fit for a long time. And, but he didn't change the game. Like, like he almost com- like LeBron almost combined before him Kevin Garnett with Shaq. Basically, it was like Kevin Garnett was yeah. tall, but he wasn't very strong. I mean, athletic, he, but the yeah, power crazy of, baller. Yeah. But yeah, but Shaq super strong, athletic for his size, but not the guy who's going to run a four two forty. You know, so yeah, he, and so LeBron kind of epitomized the athlete, but. Steph like literally changed how the game was played. Like now you got James Harden going one for seventeen in basketball games because he thinks he could be Steph Curry. Yes. Which uh speaking of Harden, his uh old counterpart Kyrie, uh could he possibly be coming Dude, back? I soon? saw a report I mean, that he was like warming up to the idea of coming back. I mean, if you talk about like and I mean this. Like, I don't know what these athletes are thinking. They're making millions of dollars. This could be publicity. It could be not. And I don't know if they've got their bell rung. That's fine. And I'm not trying to justify it. But you talk about head cases. You talk about Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. You talk about Kyrie in the NBA. And, you know, we go back to when he was talking about, oh, the earth is flat. And then he came out and said, oh, no, I was just playing with you. Like, these people almost – it's it's almost like they, they bait you. They know what they're doing. You know, Kyrie, like – like, okay, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game you love. I get it. You don't want to get vaccinated. That's totally fine. Obviously, the rules in Brooklyn are it's it's not in his favor. So, I mean, I, and I don't even know how what it worked out to be fines or, or, or whatnot or how it's working. I haven't even followed it because I haven't cared. But, like, I mean, 
it's almost like some of these guys are just like, yeah, I can work the system like Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm going to sit out all camp. You know, I'm going to demand a trade or do this, and I'm going to slide right in. And, you know, these guys are athletes. They're constantly playing. I'm sure Kyrie's not sitting at home eating a bag of potato chips, you know. Right. I'm sure he's constantly staying, staying in tune. He's going to go out there. He'll be able to play. But, you know, do you think he comes back? Do you think he contributes? I saw uh, Kevin Durant the other night had a 50-point triple double with absolutely nobody on the team you know and it's just i mean it you you thought this big three was going to be like the next big three not you per per se but in general the national media and Kyrie, harden and kd have played what 15 games together in like three or two years i mean something it's something ridiculous i mean i never i i I never thought that three was ever going to work as a three. Well, still, yeah. I still it's kind of like Russ and LA. Yeah. I still don't think they'll work, but I think like, honestly, I think Kyrie is kind of a troll. Like, like, at oh, heart. Yeah. like he knows like, cause he, he, this, especially with the flat earth stuff and, and not so much the staying out of basketball, because I'm sure that all is like, that's, that's his business. You know, that's what, that's his job. So, I'm sure there's a lot more calculations that go into that, but as far as feeding into the media, like he knows people are going to like, there's no reason for us to, to care what Kyrie thinks the shape of the earth is like, there's no, like absolutely no reason. Like he's, he's not a renowned scientist. Like why do we care what his opinion is? But he knows, he knows that people are going to suck on whatever he says. So he's just going to keep saying it. Like, until his time's up, he's 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 gonna do it because like, he's a troll, I think, at heart, and that's why he Absolutely. does all these antics, and that's why he loves being. Oh yeah, and that's why a lot of them do it. They want a reaction, but uh, but yeah, I mean, cool if he comes back, great. You know, I again, it has nothing. To, I could care less if you get vaccinated or not. You know, I mean that that's fine. You have your beliefs, whatever. But uh, transitioning to your Grizz, at this point, what are they currently top four in the West? Dude, they're killing it, and Jaw's been out for a while, so. He's, I know. So you, you get him back. Yeah, that team's that's a young team. I mean, I mean, obviously, again, we talk about NBA. We're not huge uh, followers, but I mean, obviously, I'm sure you, you tune in here and there. You got expectations for them this year, dude. I mean, here's the thing: they're the opposite. They're literally the opposite of what we were just talking about. They're a very selfless <laughs> team. Nobody cares oh, yeah. about their ego on that team. Everybody just wants to win basketball games and. I think, you know, that's going to bring them far. I think it's going to – you know, I don't think – at some point you need talent to beat, like, the Lakers and the Clippers of the NBA, of course, just because of the way that the NBA is set up. But I think as far as, like, playing as a team and then identifying, you know, who they're – you know, John Moran at some point has got to – see, I don't even know. I don't even – I can't even say that he's got to because, like, they, they're just been climbing. I think they they – I can't remember. They were in the play-ins, the play-in round last year, and I can't remember if they won it or not. I, I, I think no, they lost to the Lakers. Yeah, it's like all blur. for the eight seed. Anyways, they were like a they were a bubble team, like nine. I think they finished nine or ten, and now they're in. Now they're top four. Obviously, early in the season, but I think uh, I just think the way they play is is like if you're and I'm not even like a pure basketball fan, right? But if you like yeah. if you like the sport, if you like watching strategy, you like watching competition and and passion like i think it's such a fun team to watch yeah they're they're it, it's a good group and 
you know, I'm scrolling through the, the timeline right now, looking at, at different things, and I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I think like, the Suns are, like, this. the Suns are, like, the, the Grizzlies on steroids. Like, the Suns are an extremely fun team to watch, too, if you, if you like, team basketball. And they're killing it. They're, oh, they're yeah. like, 21. And, last time I checked, they were, like, 21-4 and four or some crazy record like that. And Absolutely. They won, like, so, I saw they were on a crazy win streak, too, at some point this season. Yes, I know. It, 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 that's the thing. And they're another kind of young team. Obviously, Chris Paul's there, but yeah, they're they're fun to watch. <coughs> Excuse me. And they they were fun, obviously, last year. But before we get into our last topic, two weeks ago, one of your rants were, you know, watching McDavid. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. We're you're talking about the words. Oilers. You're making me eat my words and right now. Since that, I mean, we're about two weeks removed, and about five days ago, I think since you said that they were about zero and five. They still haven't won a game. They're have they, have they turned around since? No, they're zero and six. They're zero and six oh. now. They, so they still haven't won since I said that. They play tonight. Um, I'm trying to pull it up real quick because I was, yeah, okay. So they're up three nothing at the end of the first right now. So. I think there they got go. so that's why I'm scrolling through my phone right now and recapping everything. And that was one of the things. If you, if you uh, go to our uh, our Twitter page, what's up, belly up? Uh, Zach will cut or, or actually tell you the truth. Zach started it, and now we got a producer, so that's kind of cool. So our producer's been cutting those up. Uh, yeah, shout out producer Malia. Like She's been killing it. I was just say you want to talk? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's nice. We've got uh, on staff. This is an ever growing company. Uh, what's up belly up here, which, and, and again, before we get into our next thing, I mean, I, you know, a little chance that there's some merch on the, the, the horizon. Dude, that's what, that's what I've been hearing. So, you know, she makes this happen. There's, there's, there's a lot of rumors going around, a lot of whispers, a lot of, a lot of things people want to be putting on shirts and stuff and yeah, selling. When, on. when we get to the office, there's a lot of things that go on, you know, we just yep. kind of, we sit in our Eiffel tower and whatever, we just collect. Yeah, but uh, uh, anyways, uh, to keep it with Hoffy or Hoffy, Jesus, dude, I'm telling you what, I'm not even drunk, I'm not even anything, I'm just so like, I got a cold and a head cold, and I, dude, feel I like think I'm so I, I speak for everybody on behalf of all of our, our listeners and viewers and say that we respect the fact that you showed up today because you sound like you need uh, an IV or or uh, I couldn't let the people down. I can I can only imagine like right now. Okay, cool. The people that are watching live, like, all right, they get it. But like when you're turning this on the podcast, people will probably never tune in again. So it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> but anyways, so Trevor, I, I think I'm pronouncing this right. Is it Trevor Zagross? Oh, it was a good guess. Zegris is how it is. 
Negress. Okay. Now I so have Michigan to ask you, style, did you oh, see did so, you see this pass? No, I I didn't. I heard about it. So if you want to enlighten the people. Okay. So do you, are you aware of the Michigan goal? Do you know what the Michigan goal is? Yeah. So it's like you flip it on your stick from behind the net and you you okay. So he was behind the net and he flipped it on a stick and then but just kind of like threw it over the net, right? So from behind the net, threw it in the front of the net, and it was midair, and his teammate bats it out of midair into the into the net. Okay. So baseball on skates is essentially, if you can picture that, that's what it was. But over the net, threw it over the net. Goalie was like, what the hell? It went viral. People were like, like puking over this shit. They're like, oh my God, I've like <laughs> naming my firstborn Trevor. I'll name my firstborn Trevor Zegers. I'll name him the full name. First name. His first name is Trevor Zegers. Because, because people are like, nobody's ever done this before. And which I get. And I respect him for it. Smart play. You get a goal out of it. Obviously great. But I don't like it for a number of reasons. Not, not to say I don't like it. It's just I'm, I don't think it's viral worthy. Because, as you know, I don't like baseball. I'm a huge disliker I mean, of baseball. I, I was literally just going to say, because of it, in hockey, it's a huge fa- or a huge, you know, a huge thing. Yeah. But in baseball, I mean, is it really that hard? Dude, yeah, so it's not that – okay. It, okay, let me say this. I'm glad you brought that up. This was much harder to hit than a baseball was, okay? Uh, and let me tell you why. Because a baseball, you know where it's coming, every single pitch. You know the direction it's going. This, this guy had no idea. This this was not scripted. This play was not scripted. Apparently, he told him – the guy in front said, yelled Michigan during the live play. And so he basically was telling Zegers, who was behind the net because he had nobody on him, do the Michigan goal real quick. You got time, flip it on your stick, throw it around the goalies. Okay. But when he heard Michigan, what he did was he flipped it on a stick and then tossed the puck over. Dump it. Guy was not expecting that. Okay, that's much harder to hit. When you're not expecting that to come, that's like you standing at the plate, at home plate, for two minutes. And you have no idea during that two minutes when the ball is going to come. But also you get no wind-up to know when the ball is going to come. Okay, so that's what it's like. Okay, anyways, it's not 90 miles an hour, but anyways, you get it. <laughs> uh, second reason I don't like it is because it's just not as impressive as a Michigan goal. Like a hundred, probably a thousand NHL players have assisted a, a goal from behind the net. But there's there's only a handful that have scored from behind the net. So give me the Michigan goal over the Michigan assist any day. Good for him. It went viral. He got his moment. He's a good rookie. I also am kind of jaded because he is uh, the only guy competing right now with the two Red Wings rookies for Rookie of the Year. So that might have been his, like, Rookie of the Year moment, you know, Heisman moment type of thing, which sucks. But, dude, I'm just not that infatuated by it. Leave baseball out on the the diamond. That's what they call it. Leave the baseball out on the fucking diamond. There you go. Get it right. Um, but anyway, so before before we break it down and get into our, our roundtable, um, Zach, th- thanks for uh, listening to me tonight. Like like we said, you know, I, I sound like shit. Dude, we slayed it tonight. We didn't even have time to make our bull picks, so we'll have to make those offline. And, and Actually, I, yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're, we're coming in up on an hour, and that's where we usually try to keep it. And it's like, yeah, okay. That's going to take but, way uh, too long. We'll, we'll get those. We'll we'll make sure that we submit those so so we're held in stone for those. But uh, 
But yeah, Zach, anything uh, for your roundtable segment that that's just steaming you? Uh, last time, you know, there was there's a few things that you talked about. Anything on the mind that we didn't we didn't cover that you just want to touch on? Um, I don't think I've got anything specific that I want to touch on. Um, I think the I heard the F one. I don't know if we have any F one listeners, but I heard there was some drama that went down in the last race this past weekend about Mercedes and Honda or so. Like. I, I, I feel literally like every week there's something. Yeah, dude. I don't know anything about it. I got a buddy that knows about it. And I just ask, I ask him like every Monday morning, I'm like, yo, what's the latest, what's going on with this shit? He said there was some drama. I guess Mercedes feels like they got cheated and, and I don't care. Basically it's my round table is Mercedes. If you're a Mercedes fan and you're passionate about it, like, I mean, get over it. You've won like the last, I think they've won like the last a million years in a row. So what more can you ask for? I guess it's like the Yankees uh, for my round when they table, win the World Series, you know, or when they lose the World Series. It's like you have my round game. table. It's not so much round table. We we already talked about it, but here's what I got. I, I'm I'm just saying Michigan controls the game against Georgia. They they squeak one out, and somehow Cincinnati comes out swinging. They beat Alabama, and you're gonna have your typical. Uh, Ohio versus Michigan national championship, you know, exactly what you want. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, Cincinnati, this is Cincinnati's year. Uh, they're going to win the national championship. And then uh, Luke Fickle is going to end up uh, with uh, Ohio State next year. So that, that's where I'm at. Wow. Yeah. That, that is a hot take. I'd be Sudafed talking, but I mean, I'm good with it. <laughs> Dude, I love the effects of Sudafed. Anyways, I, 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 Hope that's what happens. I will be 100% honest with you and tell me in my bull picks, I picked Georgia and Alabama both to win. Uh, I just think that's where the odds lie. But I, I agree. I think Michigan could put up a fight. I think Michigan – it all depends on how well Georgia could stop the run. Obviously, if Michigan don't run at number 99. They can control – They can honestly, to tell you the truth, I watched the Michigan game, the Big Ten Championship, and – between that game and Ohio State, Michigan is literally opening up the playbook and running everything that I've never seen before in my life, and they're looking good running. Dude, this is what they're I was a saying. Totally different team. Okay, this is what I was saying halfway through the year, and I think I even mentioned it on, on, on episode one that Michigan is better than people think they were because they they played the first half of the season with like three Very bullets, vanilla. three bullets yeah. in their revolver. There and there was three. They had three more bullets. In their cha- in their empty chambers, that they they didn't even reveal to the world yet. They've got this. I don't know if you know. Like, I, I, so I guess I should say this because I don't. I, I shouldn't assume that everyone's a Michigan watcher. They've got two quarterbacks: McNamara, who plays most of the time and manages the game. They got McCarthy, who's a freshman, can throw the rock like it's nothing. And like, they, I, I think Michigan has so many weapons that they just don't want people to know about, and they just went without the first half of the season without using them. So, but I don't. The problem is, is Georgia is so good at defense. I have no idea if they're if Michigan's going to be successful or not, dude. If, also, know. if you think Luke Fickle's going to Ohio State, where's Ryan Day going? The Bears, unfortunately. You think he's going to the NFL? I don't know, man. I just. Fields, uh, Nagy out. I think they're going to definitely make a hard push for him. I'm not saying necessarily he's going to do it. And and maybe he's going to look at Urban and say, you're crazy. I'm not doing this. But I just – the writing's on that wall. For some reason, this Michigan loss to Ohio State just shook up Ohio State. 
which I don't know why. I mean, it's one time in the past 10 years, essentially. I mean, like, who cares? But yeah. I don't know. You got recruits. Oh, shit. We didn't even talk about the transfer portal. Oh, my God. Anyways, oh, we'll talk about it. I was supposed to bring it. that up, too. God. We'll talk yeah. about it next week. I, I'm just I, – I mean, I'll give you my two cents real quick. The, the transfer portal is a cop-out, but we'll talk about that next week. But before we move on, we're going to do one – the reason I want to do this is one bowl pick. Middle Tennessee State, Toledo. Uh, what was it? Ten and a half. Uh, ten and a half spread. 50 point over or under the reason I'm asking you this, who you got Toledo. That's my college. Who, who you got? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't pick against the spread. I just picked straight up. I went with Toledo on that one. I say, okay, that that's kind of where I'm at. And, I, and I'm looking at this list and granted, we're not going to, we're not going to cover all these. We got coastal Carolina, NIU, uh, Western Kentucky, Appalachia state. There's, there's some decent games, but then you get down to like San Diego Bro, state. You pick your winners. We could just run through winners real quick. Uh, yeah, I can I can pick if you want to pick them straight up. We got NIU versus Coastal Carolina. Who you got? I got NIU. Yeah, same here. Uh, okay. Western Kentucky, App State. Taking App State. I I got that. UTEP, Fresno. I took Fresno. Man, why why are we on the same wave? Uh, UAB, what, well? BYU, this like unranked versus the thirteen. Yeah, like, I'm give me a break. BYU on that. Yes, the same. Uh, EMU Liberty, a uh, little little uh, excitement around Liberty. I took I took hometown Eastern Michigan on that one. I took Liberty. Okay, that's <laughs> where we're at. Uh, Utah State, Oregon State. I took Utah State in that one. Really? Upset. Okay. I think Oregon I, I State's Oregon, favorite by like yeah, seven and a half. Your, maybe your most excitement. Yeah, seven and a half, 67 over under. Uh, Marshall uh, versus uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Dude, that one I had to think on that one for to be for a minute to be honest, and I took Louisiana Lafayette in the end. I took Marshall. I did. Okay, okay. okay. Randy Moss. And then uh, obviously the, these uh, uh, betting lines that were current as today, obviously uh, yeah. December sixteenth. Uh, they were I think around two thirty. Um, Old Dominion Tulsa. I took Tulsa in that. I did too. Kent State Wyoming. I took Kent State to upset Wyoming. I don't know why Wyoming's favorite. Actually, on, on the plane, I watched the uh, I watched the MAC championship and Kent State was playing. And uh, yeah, so I'm you a, took Kent I'm State as well. I took Wyoming there after watching oh. that shit. <laughs> uh, San Diego State, U- UTSA. I, I this one also took me a long time. Like I looked at these teams, dude. UTSA is who. I yeah, it's only one point. I mean, there's only one yeah. point. Differential. I had UTSA. Who'd you end up taking? UTSA. Ah, did you? I took uh, San Diego State. Okay. Missouri Army. Army. Oh, man. That's one of those things. I feel like Mizzou's always got, like, something to say. But then when you root for them, they just really suck. So I'm on Army, too. Then we got the last two, North Texas, Miami, Ohio. Uh, I I don't think you're going to like this, but I took North Texas. Really, I I was kind of leaning that way. I'm gonna go with Miami. Ohio. It's a three point spread, fifty four and a half over under. Uh, so we'll see. And then this one, I, I love this game here: UCF versus Florida. Yeah. So this is this is the best one to like finish out our week, honestly, because like the, this is when we'll record next is the twenty third. So that's why we're ending here. Um, yep. I picked UCF to upset this game. Really? Yeah. I just I feel like. 
so like there was so much hype around Florida that, as there has been the past couple of years, and they quickly fell out of rain. And then one of their guys jumped in the transfer portal. He was supposed to be like the next big thing. Who gives a shit? So because of all that, like I really want UCF to win, but I feel like Florida is going to win. Yeah, just to screw things. I up. love that they put these two teams together though, and I love that it's in Florida. Like, that, yeah, that, I know. I like be packed. You talk about selling out a stadium. Great opportunity. It's six and a half. Uh, 55 and a half over under. So it, it'll be, I, I think the over under, you'll, you'll nail the over there. But uh, in general, uh, yeah, it, we'll see. I still got Florida, but but either way, that's where we'll end. We'll talk about that obviously next week when we're on. So at, at that point, but uh, Zach, before we get out of here, you got anything to add, man? No, man. It's been a great show. Um, Obviously, let her, uh, just let everyone know. We'll be back here next week for episode three. Get into the rest of the bull picks. And, uh, it's, it's got to be a special one because it's season three, episode three. So yeah, and it's well, uh, it's two days before Christmas, but <laughs> we'll be in Christmas. But, uh, yes. Anyways, so so we'll see. Obviously, at it's Zach Mac at M Brown OH two one. We are your two hosts, Mike Brown, Zach Mac here. We appreciate you guys tuning in tonight, and we will see you next week. Like Zach said. Before the holidays, well, I guess not before the holidays, before Christmas. So so we'll see you guys right before uh, Christmas. You guys have a good night. Fuck the Blackhawks. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.